Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome to Just a Little Clueless with Genesis Brown, where I interview people with various backgrounds and perspectives on the ins and outs of the dating life and how to navigate through it as a young adult. Because I don't know about you, but I'm a little clueless. And if you're listening to this show, you probably are too. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to Just a Little Clueless. Today I am joined with Frankie. And we are going to talk about um, unrealistic dating standards. So before we get started, uh, Frankie, if you want to tell everybody who you are, you know, what you do and your like relationship status. Yeah. So I'm Frankie. Um, I'm currently a communications uh, major with a Spanish minor and a lot of concentrations, uh, triple Mm -hmm. and teaching English, electronic media and PR. Okay. Okay. And I am currently single. Okay. Um, so we're just going to get right into it. I want to start off by talking about unrealistic expectations from both point of views. But first, I want to start off the ones that women have for men. Um, so what do you think about men having to be manly? Because I feel like that expectation is pressed on men a lot today. Um, and it's kind of hard for them to get out of. And it, it often leads to like toxic masculinity, I feel. Yeah, um, I don't really like manly men Mm -hmm. and that's just me but um i know a lot of times in hispanic cultures it's very like the man of the house does this like you have to respect the man because he's the man Mm -hmm. and i feel like that puts a lot of like stress and insecurity on men because what really is a manly man you know exactly and we're pushing that towards them as they're growing up like little boys can't cry like Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be something that we encourage exactly they do I'm not a big fan of Manly Man. I don't like the idea of it. Neither um, do I. Yeah. I I can tell you mas- you know, the difference like between masculine and feminine, but I don't mm-hmm. like manly. Yeah. I feel like that's very like targeted. That's I feel like that's a very dated thing. And it does lead to especially I think minorities, it's very pressed on a lot of our households, like, you know, boys can't cry, boys don't do this, boys will be boys, and they grow up to have like I said, that toxic masculinity or like they don't have any emotional um, intelligence anymore. They just do things and they have no consequences because men will be men. And um, yeah, I just, I'm not really a big fan of the manly thing either. I also like, I could get, you know, it gets very misogynistic too. Like I don't want someone talking at me. I'm very, you know, and for some people that works for them to have like the man role and the woman role. And I, I personally like it a little mix. Like, uh, I am very strong-headed. I will not, do not like when people talk to me in certain ways, especially a man. Um, do you think the man should be the head of the house, the bread maker, all of that stuff? Honestly, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I grew up with a single mom for a while. Mm-hmm. So when we always say, like, who's the, like, man of the house, mm-hmm. we always refer to my mom. Yeah. Even, like, with my stepdad, he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's the man of the house. Yeah. She does. She's What she says gets done. Mm-hmm. And I've always grown up with that mindset. So I, I'm i like you. I don't like if a man has to tell me what to do. Yeah. Oh, it, like, irks me. It, yeah. <laughs> it really messes with me. And I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah. Like, if you're going to tell me what to do, I'd rather you be a woman. I really do. Exactly. But there are women with that mindset where they're like, you know, he's the man. You have to do what he says. Mm-hmm. Like, he pays for the bills. He does this. He does that. And I'm like, um, no. no. That doesn't work with me. Sorry. Yeah, not <laughs> at all. So I want to get a little more into the dating side of that, specifically what women think. What do you think about expecting a guy to call or text frequently? Or, like, you know, after you first, when you're getting into it, like, first date stuff, what do you, do you expect a lot from communication? 
Yes and no. I personally don't text first after mm-hmm. the date just because I'm worried if they didn't have fun and I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother them at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, I also don't, I'm the type of person who doesn't like when you constantly text me. Yeah. Because I've had somebody do that where they're like, oh, after the, like it was like minutes after the date, like mm-hmm. after I left. It's like, I had so much fun. I'm like, oh, like me too. Like it was like, it was all yeah. right. It wasn't like the best date, but it was yeah. all right. But after, like, he just kept texting me after that. And I was like, I I can't. I feel so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're making me rethink my decision. Yeah. But I'm also like, then I'm that type of person also who doesn't text back as yeah. quickly as fast. And I think guys really like that. They do. Where they're like, I need you to respond every second. Like, mm-hmm. once what I'm typing, you better be ready. And I'm like, I, I don't do that. And yeah. I feel like I'm like, I'd hate it if they did that. But I also don't care yeah much. i know there's like this standard like men have to text first mm-hmm. after the date and that women are supposed to like respond asap and i'm like yeah. i don't i yeah. don't do that personally but i know people who do and when i tell them they're like why do you do that you make them feel like they're you're not interested i'm like well am i, I yeah don't know. I don't it's know the yet. first date <laughs> exactly i i feel like a lot of women i can't speak for all women but like Friends that I've had and even me sometimes when it comes to texting, I do expect a guy to be more on it than me just so I have the option to tell him to slow it down. You know what I mean? It's easier to read me than men. Like, but if I know that you're on it, then I can tell I can pull I can tell you when to pull it back or I can tell you when to keep pushing. But I cannot stand it. I think it may be just a toxic thing for me <laughs> when I get left undelivered or open or anything. Like you will be You'll be deleted. I swear. I swear. Like, you got one more good time to leave me undelivered or or leave me on open is worse, you know, or anything like that on red. You probably won't hear from me again because then I feel like now I look like I care too much. And that's that can't happen. That's exactly why I don't text first. If it's if we didn't go on a date and we're just talking, Mm -hmm. then don't leave me on red. Yeah, I'm I'm going back with you because I'm trying to get to know you. Exactly. And after the first date, it's like we've talked so much already mm-hmm. like what else do we have to say at this point and i'm like yeah let's just you know mellow it down we met in person mm-hmm. we've been texting for a while we went on a date it's like let now let's see how it goes like how it really go and if you keep texting me all the time i'm like um yeah i don't all know the, if i can do that it's it has to have like a balance like obviously if you like someone and someone texts you a lot for the most part you're gonna be like oh okay i like them but if you if you're at a point where both of you don't know how you feel and you're overly doing it then it's gonna it's gonna disrupt the balance because now it's like okay you're being a little too cringy but i low-key feel bad because i think that is a standard that i hold men up to is i i'm like okay he hasn't talked to me in five hours. What the heck? He doesn't like me. I'm like, people have lives. Like, I don't yeah. expect my sister, like, if I texted my sister and she didn't respond for five hours, I don't think she hates me. I just assume she's doing stuff. But when it comes to romantic relationships, when they don't text you back, you assume that they're just not into you. So I feel like that's something that I have to really, like, tell myself, it's not all about me. They have lives, too. Like, whatever. Um, I also want to talk about, like, expecting a guy to be 100% when you first start talking. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. Not 100% like I want to be with you necessarily, but I don't like wishy-washy. Um, how do you feel about how fast-paced it should go when you're like you're talking to someone? I think very much in the beginning that it should not give like your 100, but make it seem like you're interested. Mm-hmm. Like even if you don't respond like ASAP, like, you know, within a couple minutes, I'm like, okay, this person really does want to talk to me Mm -hmm. that's cool let's keep going 
But I don't, like, after a while, I don't expect you to, like, always text me and always be, like, yeah. on me. Because it's like, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad if I'm talking to somebody and then there's somebody else. And I'm like, oh, I'm the type of person that if I'm talking to you, I'm, it's just you. Yeah. I drop everybody for a second mm-hmm. just because I'm like, I need to give this person a chance because this person obviously didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I usually give my 100, but I don't expect them to do it. Yeah. Just because I am. Because I'm like, we're both still trying to figure it out. I agree. I think um, everybody's different. But yeah, not expecting the other person to. Because we can't. The talking stage is such a hard stage in our lives. Especially dating in this day and age. You don't know who they're talking to. They could only be talking to you. They could be talking to 20 people. So being able to keep a, a guard to an extent. You know, do you. However you feel comfortable. You can do just one person. But don't always expect them to. Because I think you're going to get hurt in the long run. So now I kind of want to transition over a little bit to the unrealistic expectations that men have for women and the things that we personally go through that I hear all the time. Um, one being they always want a wifey, but I always hear that. I want a wifey. I want to wife somebody up. I want to be, I want to take somebody's daughter. You know, you hear stuff like that all the time, but then they still want to be friends. Like, have you ever been in situations like that? Mm-hmm. I had one person that I was talking to and they just kept saying how they were interested mm-hmm. and they would take me on dates. And then I'd ask them, like, what is this? Like, what mm-hmm. are we doing? And they're like, well, it's because, like, I don't see that you've been treated well, so I'm just trying to do that for you. But I'm like, okay, but, like, in a romantic way? Yeah. Or what? And they're like, well, no, just as friends. And I'm like, how are you going to go out, take me out to eat, mm-hmm. take me out to places, hold my hand in public? Exactly. And, like, tell me that you just want to be friends after, so like, four confusing. or five dates. I'm like... After that, I was like, I'm sorry, I now can't I'm do done. this anymore. Now I'm done with you. Now you're doing too much. Like, they don't, they want you to be there until they decide what they want from you. And that's not fair. Like, yeah. at all. Just be straight up what you want out of the situation. Maybe I want the same thing. Maybe I just want someone casual. Maybe I want this. Or we can save both of our times and be like, well, you want a friends with benefits? I want a relationship. Let's just not do this because we yeah. don't want the same thing. I had posted, like, because I had went out and we were talking for a while and then I went to Louisville with some friends and mm-hmm. I posted with, with one of my guy friends mm-hmm. and I saw them that like Monday and they were like oh who's this person and I was mm-hmm. like my friend They're yeah like, oh it seems like you guys had a good time I'm like there was yeah. multiple of us but mm-hmm. I don't need you to worry about it because yeah. we're just friends exactly and if you're so pressed about it why don't you put some pressure on us because then maybe I would be focus my direction on you but if you're going to be so general I'll be general too um, I also don't like when men talk about they want a natural girl, but they also still want you to be super sexy, super appealing to the eye. Like, I feel like they don't understand what natural really is then. No, absolutely not. They don't know. They'll see pictures of, like, celebrities and be like, oh, my God, she looks so natural. I'm like, babe, she still has mm-hmm. foundation yeah. and mascara. That's not all natural. Yeah. I'm like, you just have to be ready for a bare face. Yeah. Like, that's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And I think most of times, like, people do it more so they can show you off Mm -hmm. and if you don't look good then they don't look good yeah and i'm like i don't like i don't like the idea that you're trying to do it for somebody else exactly it's not it's not working for me yeah i don't and also there's different kind of like what do you mean by natural like natural makeup like you don't want super glam smoky eye or are you talking straight up out of the bed i woke up like this (laughs) like bare face because that's those are two different things like natural makeup is one thing and no makeup is another. But they say 
they see people who have natural makeup on and they're like, they just think that's just them. I'm like, well, that's kind of like not how it works. And now everybody thinks they have to look a certain way. It just sets up things so high. I really do not like it. Um, uh, also, when guys want girls to be like a guy's girl around their friends, I don't know how you feel about that, but I find that very weird. I find um, that very odd. I'm like, I I don't like that because it's like, do you want me to be friends with them mm -hmm. or do you not? Because then they get to a certain point where they're like, why are you being so friendly with exactly. them? And it's like, I'm just trying to be cool with your friends so that there's no issue. Mm -hmm. But then I'm being too flirty or I'm being too guyish. And I'm like, how do you do that? How? how and then it's you? like the whole idea of a pick me girl mm -hmm. comes into mm -hmm. place. And I'm like, oh. I d I'm not going to be one of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Not. Uh -uh. I, I think that just has a lot to do with, like, the male the male gaze. The way – I don't know how to describe it. The, I feel like the way men think that women view them, but they do it for other men. Like, you want me to look cool for your guy friends to please your guy friends, not to please me. Like, what, what does that have to do with me? Or, like, I see people when they – on dating profiles when they post, like, their workout – to me, that is not attractive. Like, when they're, like, all jacked up in the gym. Me either. Like, I who don't are like you, it. <laughs> who are you trying to impress? Your guy friends. Like, why are you trying to impress these men when you're trying to seek women? Like, make it make sense. I mean, if you're looking for men, then go, go off Go ahead. Then. No one's but saying no. But <laughs> most women, I feel like, are not super into, like, certain things. And I'm like, you're just doing it to look cool for your friends. And that's just weird to me. Yeah. I always hear, like, like if you're doing it for the guys, just date your homies. Exactly. Just do it. If you like a little men, just say it. Just, just say that. Ain't we, no shame. Exactly. We are not going to come for you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want you to be happy. Just say the <laughs> word, and, and we can be done with this all together. Have you ever felt the need to always play hard to get? I think, I'd say yes. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like this idea, like, you can't be too easy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I always play hard to get, and I've always heard, like, guys like that. But not everyone likes that. Everyone, not everybody's like that. I've had somebody who was just like, what are we doing? And I'm like, you know yeah. what? You're 100% you're right. Mm -hmm. I'm just playing the game and it's not fair. Exactly. So I try not to, but I sometimes do. I think it's hard to say it's annoying because that's that's how I've, I feel like not, I wasn't taught to flirt or anything necessarily, but that's just how I personally approach things. When I talk to a guy, I definitely play hard to get, but they like a chase. I've always heard men like a chase there. And then when they are done chasing, they leave you. And that's scary. Like, cause then it's like, what do I have to play hard to get forever? Like, how do I even approach that? Exactly. Men have this idea of you being like pure in some way. Cause I've, I've had a lot of guys who are like, Oh, you've been with this many people. Mm -hmm. Like, like yeah. that's kind of a red flag for them. But then when you ask them, they're like, Oh yeah. Cause it's like, I'm showing off. I've exactly. Been, like I'm experienced, but it's not fair if you are. Yeah. I don't, I find that very weird because, like, body count thing. That's what people always want to bring up. I always. Hate that. It's always a question they bring up, especially when you're, count? like, talking. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's play 21 questions. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> like one of the first yeah, questions. Yeah, it's like, okay, uh, your favorite food, what's your body count? Like, what? <laughs> and I think that's such an ugly way to say it. How rude. Like, exactly. that's so, like, all these people are bodies. That sounds very, like, morbid. Like, no, these are people. Like, talk, just be an adult. How many people have you had sex with? If that's really what you want to ask, that is what you want to ask. Just ask that question. But your, what's your body count? Sounds kind of awkward. I hate the question because it's like, it's. why do you need to know? It's really none of your business. It's none Because I don't know you. You don't have any right to know. Yeah. Or, I always been like, uh, I don't want to answer that question. Yeah. Or even like virginity. People are weird about that. When they find out someone's a virgin, 
it's their mission. Either it's two ways. I feel it's either their mission to like take. They want to be the one to take it from you, or they don't want anything to do with you because they just assume like, oh, you're a virgin, then you're just not going to do anything with me ever, or you're just not a cool person, and then they just yeah. or you get you. too attached. Yeah, yeah. It's always like that weird idea. Exactly. Like, first of all, you got a lot of self-confidence. <laughs> the world is not about you. Just in general, how dare you think you're like up here to think that everything is going to be like, oh, if they're like this, then they're going to be all about me. Mm-mm. Exactly. It's definitely not. Um, so you talked about a little bit about the Hispanic culture and how women have to like serve the food to the man and cook for them and stuff. Do you have any examples or things that you've seen in your family or just things that you don't like that you've experienced? Yeah, like every time I go to a like a family event that's mm-hmm. like a party and they have food, the men are always sitting down and they're like calling their wives and like whistling at them like, mm-hmm. hey, like I'm hungry. And then their moms are like, are you not going to feed my son? And I'm mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> he has feet. He can get yeah. up. And my family like the women don't mind because they've been so used to it and mm-hmm. they've grown up with it. But I look at it and I'm like, they have feet. They can get up because they have to serve him. They have to serve the kids. And then they get to then eat Then they finally get to eat. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, you want a drink? Let me go get up out of my time to go mm-hmm. get you a drink and the kids a drink and then worry about everything else. All yeah. his job is to get there to exactly. the location. I'm like, exactly. that's not fair. And I don't like that. I've told my mom. I was like, no. I was like, yeah. it doesn't work for me. And she's like, I'm just... She's like, I don't like it, but I'm so used to it that I don't yeah. care at this point. And I was like, oh. I couldn't, yeah. I think men are taught to be absent-minded. They don't have to think about those things. Like, even, like, my dad, for an example, like, my parents, my mom is the one who takes, who knows the school, the kids' school stuff, their shot record, their doctors, their dentist name, their teacher's first name, last name. Like, most of the time, the fathers don't know any of that. They're like, uh, what like you know when the mom gets their day off they they the mom has to write a whole list of step by step for the father why is that even a thing they should already know that they should already be doing those things actively and personally I just it couldn't be me but. It, I was, that's what I said I was like could not be me y'all stay safe out there yeah now. y'all be good but I think our generation's kind of changing and I think a lot of us are seeing that that's not how we want it to be we're definitely switching the roles or you know, even completely just changing it altogether. Um, same with the idea that women have to stay at home while men work. Like, I think that's definitely changing a lot. Yeah, because, like, staying at home is a job. Because mm-hmm. they have to clean, they have mm-hmm. to cook, they have to go pick up the kids, take the kids to sports if mm-hmm. they have any. Like, it's a lot. Laundry, cleaning mm-hmm. if you have dogs, take them out, yeah. feed them, doing garden. It, like, it's it's a whole thing. And they don't get paid for that. Exactly. Like, uh-uh. And it goes on forever because... You know, nine to five, nine to five, end of story. But moms or stay-at-home parents, they'll wake up. They Kids usually start school like, what? They have to start getting them up at six. And then their day doesn't end until they go to bed because then they go to dinner. They do, make the dinner. They do all this. And, like, it just uh, it just never ends. Yeah, they never get a break. I was like, oh, God, no. I'm yeah. sorry. I re- respect everybody who does do it. And if that's something <laughs> you want to do, then go ahead. But you shouldn't feel forced because a man told you yeah. that's something you're supposed to do. Exactly. Um, so I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper into why why the dating life or the love life, marital life, everything is so full of these high expectations, but we never get to see them played out in real life or rarely do. Um, but I think the main reason is for movies. <laughs> I think movies have definitely made me a hopeless romantic, and that's why I have high expectations for men, and I know it's not fair half the time. I think most of the time I'm right about it. But I know half the time it's not fair. Uh, what Do you feel the same way? 
Oh, 100%. I used to always watch rom-coms. Mm-hmm. I still do. Yeah. And I used to read, like, books that were just, like, rom-com based. And I was like, oh, like, if this would just, ha- like, yeah. happen to me. And then you daydream. And, like, uh. it just becomes, like, a standard yes. more than an expectation. Yeah. it's, like... They do it in the books. They do it in the movies. So they can obviously do it in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't, I shouldn't ha- expect them to do it. They should just do it. It should be. And it's so toxic of me to think that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, it's, I can't help it. I it's just hard. love watching all of these movies where it's like, oh, like the tropes. Yeah. Oh, I tried like I, I remember I was looking. I was like, what trope do I like? Yeah. Because like, I like all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I can't choose, and exactly. that makes it really hard for like me to like like look and find somebody Mm because I have all these standards that are way too high and not realistic. Exactly. I think it's a battle because I think women or people, not all just women, you know, whoever who are into the romance, hopeless romantics, they have high expectations Mm -hmm. or things that they think men or uh, their partners should do. And then you have men who are very low. Like they're not, they give bare minimum things. And I think we all have room to meet in the middle. Because we're super high in some places, and they're super low in some places, and we need to meet in the middle because no one's perfect at it, but, you know, I think there's room to work around. I, br- I want to talk about the one that made you romantic. Like, what movie, what scene made you a hopeless romantic? Oh, it's so hard. I was, like, looking at movies, and I was like, what movie? Because I've seen, like, <laughs> everything. But I remember... Um, one of the first movies that I watched was 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with Joseph yes. Leviatt. Because yeah. he was, he's just so cute and he was so Ooh, sweet. Yes, and I yes, was like, yes. he's not trying too hard. Like, he's perfect. He and is. the girl, she's like, mm. and I'm like, what's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, she was rejecting him and he yeah. was still for her all the time. 100%. I was yeah. like, oh, from that from that movie, I was like, I just have to keep watching these movies. Like, yeah. I just have to, like, play it out in my head how I want things to go. And then I keep watching. And, like, I know... um Jennifer Lopez has so many rom-coms. Oh, yes. And seeing, like, a Hispanic, like, lead movies, I was mm-hmm. like, she's perfect. Like, she she's is. getting every guy. But the only thing that I hated is, like, when I watch them, they always made her white. I was like, Yeah, yeah, they never really made her Hispanic. expanded yeah, on her. it was always her. like, she's Italian. I'm like, why is she Italian? She is not. <laughs> she's not Italian. I know for a fact. And I, she had a movie called um, Plan B. I'm pretty sure it's called Plan B. Mm-hmm. And she basically... Wanted to get pregnant, but had nobody to yeah. be with. So she just gets examined. And mm-hmm. she meets this guy, and he just, he loves her regardless. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. that's so sweet. It's so good. <laughs> uh, even going back to the 10 Things I Hate About You, that was a good one for me, too. But the opposite, like, you like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt side. I like the Heath Ledger, like, oh, the bad boy type. And I really related with her name, her Kat in the, in the movie, like, with her, because I feel like I'm that type of person. I'm, like, a very, like hard on the outside like you know I don't care about this I don't care about that like and hard to get and the fact that she was still loved by him even though she was hard it took a little while to get to the real her and that's why I always wanted because I'm like I never super upfront about my feelings and I want someone to be patient enough with me to actually love me like get to know me so I just always uh the whole thing was just my roommate's always like I like the bad boy I like the sarcasm I'm like it scares me mm-hmm. I was like I want you to be like, like, I want the nice boy, but then I get nervous because I'm like, if you give me too much, I feel really weird. Yeah. I'm not used to like affection. Yeah, me and, too. And like, I'm like, oh, like talking about like love languages. I'm yeah. Like, I don't know which one mine is because I don't know what I can give you without mm-hmm. feeling weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, so I was like, he was just like perfectly in the middle where he didn't uh-huh. do too much. Yeah, that's very true. But it wasn't like crazy either. Yeah. I was like, oh. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. I don't normally like the bad guy. Um, 
I like someone who can take it though, to, who can dish it because sometimes I'm super like blunt or like, you know, I don't want you to get your feelings hurt or like, I want you to be able to handle me. So if you're, that means if you're a bad boy, you can handle me. Or if you're a nice guy, I don't really care. It's just like, <laughs> just don't get too like in your feelings if I say something. I'm not super mean, but like sometimes people be like, um, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a whole nother, a whole nother topic in itself. <laughs> but I really want to thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. It was a very good discussion. I really loved everything um, that we talked about. Um, is there any place that you want people to find you like socials? Uh, social media or anything um my instagram is just at and it's francie so it's f-r-a-n-c-i-e mm-hmm. cardina c-a-r-d-e-n-a-s okay well uh thanks again so much for coming on i enjoyed my time with you and i hope you enjoyed it too i did thank you for having me check the mic and make sure it sound right boys Thank you for listening to this week's episode on Just a Little Clueless. New podcast drops every Friday. Check out my website, justalittlecluelist.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at justalittlecluelesspodcast. I'm always looking for new people to talk to. So if you would like to be a guest on my show, feel free to DM me or contact me through my website. And you can catch me next week for another episode on Just a Little Clueless. Peace out.